Dan Voce is in with me this morning, of course, from the superintendent of Morris Schools. And I know Dan's way too young, but I, I, I remember that song specifically because I've worked in radio so long. Mm-hmm. And that is one of those that comes back year after year after year. Goes along with the movie White Christmas, as I mm-hmm. recall, with Bing Crosby. And yep. just some classics that even if you didn't live then, they become part of your holiday season, right. don't they? It's a testament of good music, right, if it lasts? Well, and especially because it's a genre, I'm sure young, young people are going, what? You know, but still, mm-hmm. they will have heard that if they're around long enough. That yep. becomes part of this season for sure. So anyway, we are into that. I just was saying to Dan, we're doing a song an hour right now, and then we'll continue to add up. And certainly when we get to a little bit closer to the actual holiday here, we'll be playing a lot more music uh, mm-hmm. along those lines. So, Mr. Voce, how was your Thanksgiving, sir? It was wonderful. You know, good. it's always good to have a few days with family and friends and have a little extra time to uh, relax a little bit. So, yeah, no, it was good. I got to see my uh, my two boys and my parents. So that was Doesn't nice. get much better than that, does yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. Just to have them all around the table and enjoy that your parents, uh, as they get older, you know the drill mm-hmm. there. With mine gone, just appreciate every minute yeah. you have with them. So let's talk a little bit, speaking of gratitude and Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. a little bit, you want to talk about the Mora community and the support. Yeah, you know, um, I, I wrote an article for the Connecticut County Times just to, to thank the community um, for, for really putting um, our students first um, by um, committing to the facilities that we have here in Mora. It is quite unique. Um, Mr. Nelson and I did a presentation up at the Rural Education Association Conference, oh, it must have been a couple weeks ago, Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, people wanted to know more about uh, Mora's story and how our facilities had changed over time. Um, of course, former superintendent Craig Schultz had a had a uh, played a big part in that, along with uh, boards, um, board members, um, community members that uh, really pushed to uh, have more to have the best facilities in the area for our students, and really paying that forward to our students, and really developing a future for Mora that will. Um, really pay dividends down the road, uh, I think, to the community. So hats off to um, all the community members who supported that, along with all the other great uh, supports that come in a community that uh, is very important for uh, the community to thrive. I know I talked to Brent, uh, and I talk to him every Wednesday, so Mm -hmm. we keep up pretty close here. And he made a good point. He said, now there are schools, much like Mora schools did, Mm -hmm. when this all started to get on that front burner, you went to other schools to see what they had done, Mm -hmm. to make some assessments, you know, would this work well? Does this fit our our vision and what we want to do? And now schools are coming to Mora Mm -hmm. for that same reason. That has to make you feel like, hey, we must have done something right. Yeah, you know, and you bring up that word vision, and you think about um, when, I don't know if it was 30, 40 years ago, somebody on the, you know, the school board at that time felt um, they needed to purchase some property uh, to expand or or to eventually move up the facilities uh, up to that site. Because if you think about baseball and and athletics, yeah, you need space for that and, and to update all the facilities. Um, you know, so that was a lot of foresight. Um, and it, it took a long time for that vision to come or become a reality. Uh, but, uh, 
Um, you know, there are other school districts that are in similar situations with, you know, deteriorating facilities. Um, you know, and and the challenge always is, you know, how do you how do you build facilities um, that are going to be able to keep the test of time? And obviously, you ha- always have to update certain facilities. Um, and so, Mora's really become probably uh, one of the schools that has been able to do that in the past 10 years. And so, yeah, there are going to be a lot of schools that are looking to Mora and say, you know, how did you do that? Um, and, of course, it, it's, it's never an easy thing, but it's an important thing. And I'm, I'm just thankful that the community stepped up for uh, the students. And like you say, reaping the dividends now and for years to come, that's the cool thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm more a set for a very long time, and um, we will make a commitment to keep our facilities in the best shape possible um, for future generations. Yeah, and that's another big part of it. Just like no different, we've talked about this, so I don't mean to be repetitive, but you know, you have your home, you build your home, and and you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to make sure now I'm going to check my, my roof and I'm going to mm-hmm. keep an eye on the on the furnace. And, you know, there's all things when it's brand new, you kind of go, mm-hmm. well, I'm in good shape. Mm-hmm. But you do have to have a long-range plan and put emergency money together in case something goes wrong. And that's kind of the school has to do the same thing on a much bigger scale. Exactly. You know, we call those long-term uh, facilities maintenance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the state gives us um, some money to do that. And you know the challenge is they don't they don't give us enough money right. to, to keep them up. So you know communities that, or school districts have had to go to communities, just like counties go for roads and sure. cities go for streets, things of that sort. Um, there isn't enough uh, state or federal funding to take care of all those things. So that's that's kind of what happens. Yeah, do your best going forward for sure. See, um, settling into the new campus, how mm-hmm. has it been? Has there been some challenges? Have things gone pretty well? I mean, I would think there's always some little dibs and drabs that aren't perfect, but you get through them, right? Yeah, you know, perfect is something we always <laughs> strive for, right? Um, but never never nat- naturally reach that point. But yeah, I thought, I think it's gone really well. You know, uh, the traffic has kind of flowed out and um, you know, inside is really what I wanted to talk about, just sure. the way students have adjusted to uh, the new campus. There's, We've had some photographers come in uh, from, like, the architects and, and the construction company, and they've taken some professional photos. And one of the things that they've commented to me about is just how the students are interacting with the space. There's much many more spaces for students to sit and conversate and talk to each other that really schools, you know, 50, 60, 100 years ago weren't designed to do. They were just hallways, right, to walk through. And so now schools are, you know, modern schools are designed for students to have places to sit and talk to each other because we know that social interaction is very important. There's also some learning spaces throughout the building, right outside the classrooms, Um, But I just get the sense, you know, I've been in school districts for 33 years now, and there's just a calm Mm -hmm. about just the students in their space and the staff in their space. Um, That's what I feel. Um, You can just see the students just uh, really enjoy the space. 
Well, and I know, too, it's almost based on almost a college campus feel. That's yeah. what I get a sense of when I've been there. And after being, you know, either to Pine Tech, I'm just thinking of mm-hmm. some local ones or Cambridge sure. campus or whatever, Anoka Ramsey. It does have more of a college feel and I and on in the best way possible, like you say, having that interaction. Yeah, you know, uh, colleges have more of those sitting spaces and those spaces for uh, casual spaces for students to interact and 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 staff to interact too mm-hmm. in between classes. So it's it's been a great uh, great start to the school year. Uh, the building it's nice to see when design becomes function right. sort of thing. Right, see it actually being used. Yeah, it makes sense. Let's talk a little bit about the demolition. I go by the Mora High School campus quite often just to see kind of where things are at, you know, and it has been an amazing odyssey really to watch how it went from where it was and now where it is. Talk about that, Dan. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, I think they started in at the end of September, mm-hmm. kind of doing that. And uh, of course, we did the abatement to get all the asbestos and things, uh, pollutants out. And then the demo company started in, in September, and it's been fun to kind of watch the progression of the demo. Um, and um, I think the last part of the 1936. The main core. Yeah, the there, main yeah. core is at 36. Yeah. Something like that. Okay, 30s <laughs> um, was standing there, and that came down last week at some point, I believe. Or, um, and so now they're focusing on getting the rubble. They'll have to go through the foundations. Uh, and and dig that up and separate all the metal and things like that. That's a huge un- undertaking. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Right, um, and so so that'll take a little bit of time. They were hoping to be done at the end of November, but uh, I'm thinking that isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the interesting thing is um, <clears throat> our construction company is on site for the demo every day, so they oversee that. Um, and there hasn't been any, I'm waiting for something kind of to, oh, we found this or we found that or this happened or that happened, but really it's been, it's been kind of boring. And that's good. good. (laughs) That is good. Absolutely. This is the kind of situation boring is wonderful and it'll be interesting going forward. And I know you don't really have too much information along those lines, but people, it's a natural question. What are they thinking for this site? And there, you guys are looking at a lot of different things at this point, but we got to get all this cleaned up anyway. So first things first. Yeah, exactly. You know, the site has got to be cleaned up, but the school board is discussing options for uh, the property. Uh, Of course, we have the property um, on Lake Mora, um, just to the north of Maple Avenue, and then to the south are the parking lots. So we'll look to sell that to um, some developers um, that... um, on the on the north side of Maple is zoned residential, a couple different types of residential, um, and the parking lots I think are mixed business residential business. So again, um, we're working with the city and the county and uh, potential developers uh, for that property. But you know that's the other I think positive thing that we're going to have some some good development. Some there will be some. Housing, which is much needed in Mora and in rural communities, so mm-hmm. I think it'll be a positive for for the community. Yeah, it's a very nice spot there for sure, right on Beautiful. the lake. So we'll see what happens going forward. And speaking of the school board, uh, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so in November, um, we have, since Thanksgiving, we usually have our board meeting on the fourth Thursday, so we had it on the third sure. Thursday. So. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we went through our world's best workforce, which um, really is a state um, statute that districts have to follow and report um, really on a lot of different measures on how well we're doing. Like it starts in, you know, getting ready for kindergarten reading. So we have some data on that. And then read well by third grade, which will change now that the READ Act is is come in in place and then it focuses in on careers and it focuses in on graduation rates so we report that out um, and we're required to try to make improvements every single year and it's part of the national um, education supporting students act um, so that's just one of the requirements that districts are doing um, the other thing is we're working on our american indian grant um, the state did change some of the um, ways that we can uh, report American Indian students. Uh, so we did get more funds. We've got about, we, we received about double the funds this year. So um, Darcy Grant and myself and the administration are working ways to support our American Indian students and families. Um, so that's due here at the end of the month. Um, and then in December, we'll have our truth and taxation meeting. Yep, and that's always an important opportunity for folks to find out more. I know yeah. lots of times, more often than not, you really don't have a lot happens with it. You know, I mean, I, I don't mean yeah. to downplay it, but right. typically, and that's kind of like boring is good too, but yeah. it is an opportunity for mm -hmm. all of us as taxpayers, if we have questions about what's going on, that is the sure. opportunity, right? It is. Um, you know, what makes it challenging for school districts is, you know, we we really don't have a lot of say into right. um, how those taxes are set, the um, evaluation of houses. Um, you know, most of the levy is set by the um, Minnesota Department of Education, so they have, I don't know, formulas upon formulas, 40 pages of formulas. Oh, boy. That I know. Typical. So if people really <laughs> want to dig into that... Um, but anyways, it's it is important that um, you know taxpayers know where their funds are going. Yep, and it is school districts are typically one of the biggest uh, tax opportunities. We'll put it that way mm -hmm. on the list when you mm -hmm. check your tax statement. So mm -hmm. if you have questions, that's a time to to kind of break that down. Mm -hmm. Dan, is there anything else we need to touch on today? I don't think so, Robin. Um, Looking forward to the snow, um, though. The we were going to talk about snow. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I meant to. Yeah, mention we that. can talk a little bit snow. Yeah. Um, we're. I was listening to the weather report, the long range report, and it's supposed to be not as snowy and not as that cold. That whole El Nino <laughs> thing, yeah, that's El what they're Nino. Saying. So maybe that'll work in our favor. But um, you know, we've had e-learning in our district. So in in the past, we've had one. Um, so-called snow day for students. This year we're going to try something a little bit different just because e-learning is a challenge for a lot of our families. We're going to have three snow days um, uh, because we have enough student contact days in our schedule. Okay. Um, so if it becomes more than three, then we'll kick in e-learning. Um, but we've communicated that out to families already, but it's a good reminder as uh, the snow season comes comes up. Yes, we had just a dusting the other day, and so, yes, that time could come, and it is Minnesota. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll have snow, so it's good to know <laughs> how you guys are going to work that out. Well, Superintendent Voce, it's always a pleasure, and you and I will catch up. I know, uh, just looking ahead, not that we have to do this on the air, yeah. but literally four weeks from today, mm -hmm. right? Am I doing that right? Yeah, yep. four weeks from today is Christmas. 
It is. We'll it have is. to find another day, Robin. You and I will rendezvous. <laughs> we'll talk here when we get off the air, but we'll okay. find another day, and we'll look forward to that, all right? Okay, thanks Perfect. for the opportunity. You bet. Again, that's Superintendent Dan Voce from Mora Schools, and this update is brought to you by our good friends over at Hones Auto Body.